Jason. Today, this final episode of yours. Not really the final, but it's yours. Your final. My final. This episode is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! Man, I, I hope that felt good for you. I, I really dug for that one. So, yes. And I would like to start. Let's just start. All hail. Our robot shade overlords. And I want to say that honestly and deeply. Like, the good people, to borrow your phrase, at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit have been an ongoing, steadfast supporter of this podcast from the get-go. Well, they decided, for reasons that are beyond comprehension, and we thank them for it, to take a shot and throw advertising dollars at two chuckleheads doing a podcast about, like, why city council was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And because they're good people about why people are doing good things in the community. Right. I mean, they do that, and they love that, and they've been a supporter, and they put on all these events, and we have talked about them, and we have talked about their shades. What kind of shades, Nick? Enlightened style shades. Your home for the enlightened style shades. Hey, Jason, you know what else, too? You just mentioned that they do great events. They do. So once again, I'm going to say it. I'm going to announce once again, Link to Lee Summit and the Lee Summit Town Hall Podcast. We partnered with our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Storytime with Santa. It's back. Monday, December 12th. It's your chance. Really, honestly, it's the best chance you have to come out, see Santa, let the kids take pictures with him, hear him read some of his favorite holiday stories. December 12th, right in downtown. There you go. So when you are looking... For a good company, full of good people who are great in the community, who are going to give you like some of the best interior design, windows, shades, robot shades, you name it. Where are you going to go, Nick? You're going to go see our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Tell them Jason Nick sent you. The Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is also brought to the good people by Ask Kathy of Keller Williams Realty, another local company Celebrating 20 years of service. This is our, maybe, is this our standard that we have to, everybody has to reach to be able to get into the podcast other than, you know, like pay us money, uh, is, uh, is yeah. to, to be, to get the advertising. They've got to be 20. They got to be legit and have to be here for 20 years. And Kathy, I don't have the highest it. wait at Kelly oh, yeah, Williams Re- Realty is that level of legit 20 years of serving people look through the ups and downs. And there have been some downs in the market over the last 20 years. I think we can all refer to the 2008 time frame when everything was a disaster. She was here then she helped people then she's helping people now when the market is hot and maybe even starting to come off of the super hot, but it's still a great time to visit our friends at ask Kathy. If you, if you are ready to buy or sell a home here in Lee summit, they are the ones to go to. All you got to do, Jason. Tell them Jason Nick's singing. Hello again, and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I am Jason Norbury, and as always, I am joined by a man who isn't the boss of me anymore. It's I Nick will Parker, always be your boss. The publisher of Link to Lee Summit. I'm like, I don't care how far you run. You were the best boss in, for a podcast because you never made me do anything. <laughs> I also never paid you, which was fun. Well, yeah. I did. I paid you in tacos. We got I got some tacos, and bourbon. a little bourbon, a little taco, a few beers. Yeah. Occasionally, we even we even I'm going to foreshadow here. Had a burger or two over time. I, yeah, I felt like that was more punishment. Ah, eh, well, you know, not every work relationship is perfect. <laughs> 
You've been a great work wife. Link to Lee Summit remains, and hopefully will remain, the source for all the news you need about our very fine city. And Nick, well, who is our unofficial sponsor Our unofficial today? sponsor today is... Tears. Tears. Sadness. Tears of sadness, and maybe tears of joy. Tears depending of on joy. how this final episode <laughs> of yours goes. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm sure look, we have some news and notes, but this is the last one. Look, I'm going to say one piece of news, Jason, okay. and then I'm going to get into something else. All right. One piece of news. I want to follow up. We had Chili Fest two weeks ago. It was benefiting Developing Potential, Coldwater of Lee Summit, and the Lee Summit Jazz Orchestra. I'm happy to note that each of those three charities will be getting checks for $1,000. And speaking of sponsoring Cheshire, 1000 bucks, and that's awesome. Speaking of sponsoring charities, we do want to remind people that on the 10th, coming up, you can still get tickets and seats and all that, is Feed LS, Feed Lee Summit, um, sponsoring, supporting a bunch of great local nonprofits that help feed people who need food in Lee Summit. So... Go to the go to that feedleesummit.org, I believe, and uh, get your tickets and take care of that. And with that, we're going to move on. We're coming full, full circle here. So, Jason, we started this in March of 2016. On an iPhone with a cruddy microphone. Right. <laughs> Be, all because you wrote a column once heading into an election season that was really good. You broke down some elections, things to think about with different candidates, and I thought... You know what my fledgling news piece needs? Jason to write a regular column. And so I took you out to Fringe Beer Works, the newly opened Fringe Beer Works, by the way, at mm -hmm. that time, and tried to convince you over beers. And you were adamant on being too lazy to write regularly. And then after thus, many... Thus forming the brand, by the way. <laughs> yes. After many grapefruit wheats... One of us, I don't remember who to blame here, whether it was me or you. It I'm going to blame you. Let's blame the grapefruit wheat. Okay. Hey, none of us have done a podcast. Why don't we try that? And now I don't have the exact numbers. I'd have to go do It's math. literally hundreds. But I'm going to say that you and I have done about 500-some episodes of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast together since 2016. And I'm tired of you. And, and that's pretty darn awesome. I hate that you're leaving me and you're going to that evil city to the to the uh, north of us. Wow, the slander begins again. Even though it's where I grew up. Again, I'll slander. still call it the evil. <laughs> uh, I saw the light. I came to Lee Summit. You're going to do that. You're going to leave the show. I thought it would be fun today. Our very first victim, guinea pig. Guinea friend. pig's the right, yeah, friend. Our very first a guest. Dude, a dude who we could call and we knew he would say yes because he is so nice. That he was going to pity us with a little time in a conference room next to the train tracks on a my phone microphone. <laughs> it was, uh, let's just say that the situation now is a little bit different. Nick has, Nick has moved up in the podcasting world. We have like mic stands and microphones and a studio and a recording board and all sorts of things going all on. Sorts of but things, but we, we come back. Back for your final episode, mm -hmm. our very first guest, Dave Eames. Welcome back, Dave. Thank you, guys. And Dave, you got, uh, the, pro very, the proprietor of what, Dave? So we have a couple companies here in downtown Lee Summit, Fossil Forge, which is which our... You, which you had when we... This, that was what we yep. were talking that to you about at the time. That was fairly new at the time. Yep. Yeah, because we, uh, we opened that down here in 2015, so we were just about a year ahead of you all. And uh, a few years after that, we opened Local Foundry, which is our retail store which has a connection to our to Fossil Forge, our sign shop. And I think you had we we were in that conference room because you had just you had just purchased that building where Fossil Forge is at. And so that was that was new. 
It was still fairly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was new and and that was a uh that was a momentous year for us just well, just to be able to have a, a space down here and and a space for our company to grow. And you call you call Fossil Forge a sign shop, but even then sign was not as nearly as big a piece of what you guys do as it is now. You were metalworking, sculpture, things of that sort more, right? That was I mean, it was a little bit different. You have a different mix now. Yeah, yeah, that is very true. I mean, we we didn't turn down any any jobs back then. Uh, if it was a small welding job, if we had to bend a piece of steel for somebody, uh, if we had to fix anything, we that's what we were doing. Now Dave's too big time. Dig, no, it's it, go bend your steel. <laughs> go bend your steel somewhere else, man. Well, we we just over the last seven years, things just kind of revealed themselves to what we were best at and what we really wanted to do. And of course, you're adding folks to your staff. And they're bringing talent and ability that was beyond mine. So, you know, if you're smart, you kind of steer the car in that direction. And uh, really looking back, it's, it's, this is kind of what it was meant to be. So, well, I would, I would say too that, you know, he just said, if you're smart. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why we were not involved. Well, I'm going to say that in the, those, <laughs> those six or seven years, one of our companies has really, really grown and become very, very successful. Mm-hmm. It's not mine. Well, you know, it is what it is. So here we, so Dave, I, I, you've listened to the podcast off and on over the years and, and you know that we, we're have, sorry. we have occasionally uh, made fun of you. I, I'm going to say that this is something to wrap up. You're a guy that I'd, I'd love to hate to love, <laughs> but we love you Dave because you're like, you know, like you're good at the thing you do. You're like a nice human being. People like you, you've been six, you've been now, I think commiserately successful in your endeavor now and all that. And, and Nick and I, and look, let's be clear. This is all fueled by raw jealousy that you have, you have had all this success and we resent you, but also you're too nice to really actually hate. So damn it, man. That's what we're going to have to say about that. Well, thanks for making my morning. That was, that was, that was pretty nice. <laughs> See, there it is. He can't even be like, he can't even be spiteful no. about being spiteful at him. So well, I'm going to say that part of your, your growth and your change with signs was you brought you brought on a partner who is now like probably your best friend in the world yeah uh you brought in ben wine and he had that kind of some of that sign experience but is that really kind of what turned turned the tables there a little bit where you that focus on signage yeah so 2017 was a uh, kind of an epic year for the shop i was still the only person working there and uh just had a lot of lot of work come in probably more than I could handle and it's a common problem with with a lot of young emerging businesses and you you can't say no so you take on as many jobs as you can and next thing you know I mean the canoe is taken on water right. seriously and there's rapids ahead and um, you know he he joined in in August of 2017 and it was just a it was a critical juncture because uh, I would I was just beat up from uh, a lot of big projects, a lot of projects that I uh, struggle with, and I just I needed help. I mean, I just needed somebody else in the shop to say, "Hey, this is what we can do. This is what we can do well. Make make a choice." Yeah, that's a hard thing for for I think young business owners to learn. Right? Is is a saying no? Is that you can say no to projects and in fact, not take them? You need yeah. to say right, that. but yeah. also somebody having that. Finding that person in your life, whether they're a partner in the actual business or just a friend somewhere that says, hey, here's what you're really good at. Yep. Focus over here. And that's exactly what happened at that point. I, you know, I 
enjoyed working. I, I was working more than I ever had, but it was for my own business, uh, my own sort of purpose. So I loved all that about it, but I just needed, I, I just needed an extra brain, an extra pair of hands. I needed somebody to come in who was better at a lot of things that I am not. And Ben brought that. And that's where I think that we, it really but, stitched um, us together. Look, on this show, we have a rule. Don't, we don't, we say don't, we like don't compliment Ben. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, you can edit that out if you want, yeah. but I, I refer, that's that's yeah. gonna get the bleeps. There's a bleep, there's a pens, a really bleep. He will yeah, en- he like. will enjoy hearing that, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, you know that 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 was a that was a big turning point, and uh, since that point, we've started to focus more on what we love to do, and that is primarily signage, exhibits, display work, things that have a, a, a foundation based in in graphic design and illustration but also in this beautiful thing of, of mechanics and function and engineering that all kind of blended together between he and I, and boom, we started making more and more signage. And of course it was his background too. So he brought a lot of stuff that I was, I was just doing things the wrong way. I didn't, I didn't realize you could make it out of this material. I didn't realize you could style it in that fashion. Well, and I think too, like, like just from the outside looking at your background is graphic design. You've got that, that piece of the pie, and then he adds that mechanical kind of engine. I don't want to say engineering, but he really does. I yeah, mean, he, I'm terrible at math, for example. So all of a sudden, our measurements were better. <laughs> things fit on the wall better, and uh, just the simple things like that were were really turning points. Now, if you just needed somebody to do math, man, you should have called. I can do it, not Nick, though. That's, no, that's right. but not, no. I don't even know what this word is that you keep saying. <laughs> uh, adding fractions, and I just made Nick scared. Like, yeah, see, it's not great. Um, look, look, there. more, more tears, more tears, more, more tears. More tears. You guys, I think what's cool too, though, is as you bring this sense of history too, because you're both. You love old signs and old things. Look, you are pickers and hoarders at heart. Yeah, I was like Ben. Yeah. Ben really brought a hoarding habit as along with him as well. So. Yeah, I mean, our shop filled up quickly with uh, cool old stuff, which was fine with me. And uh, but he did bring that sort of, hey, let's let's reference and and derive some of what we do from older things. And I was right in line with that. I mean, I've always, uh, you know, you're right, Nick. I went to school for, for illustration, graphic design. I always loved sort of mid-century or even earlier 1930s, 40s typography and fonts and the way things looked. And that translated itself really nicely into signage. And there were things that we did not have to reinvent if we just reflected a little bit about what was happening 70, 80 years ago. You guys, fast forward a little bit, you guys are now bringing back an old trend. You have, you have really focused, you've almost twisted everyone's arms into believing it's time to bring back neon. First of all, neon should never have gone away. Well, that's true. That's 100% true. <laughs> so what is the where did where did that love of uh, of of neon come from because it's i mean it is it is really cool to watch you guys kind of where you started and now you're right. you're doing more and we've got tons of neon in downtown Lee right Summit you now. have had year i mean you know i know you are not single-handedly to credit for this but you have been part of this this explosion of neon down in downtown Lee summit for all of these different businesses have taken on and taken the artistic and sign risk to do that. Well, especially now that like the first couple went and they're successful and you, you've gone from there. Where did that, how did that start for you guys? So that's, you're, you're right. That is not an individual thing that just happened. We had to, to get a lot of people on board and then it, 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 it does create that snowball effect. Uh, for me, it probably started 
30, 40 years ago, uh, one of the best family trips we ever took, uh, my four kids and wife, was uh, we drove Old Route 66 from Chicago all the way to Santa Monica. So you put your toes in Lake Michigan, and you put your toes in the Pacific. And along that way, uh, we just met people and saw things, and it was a slow trip. There was no destination. It was just about the trip. And we just noticed things. There were there was signage and old cafes and motor courts and things that I think had always been percolating in me in terms of a an inspiration. But along the way, that just solidified it, and that was the 1990s. So there was a lot of this stuff still out there. It hadn't been picked clean to, to sell to somebody's collection or worse, scrapped. And I think that just, that was, that was always there. It just needed the heat turned up. It was, it was always there. And then when Ben came on, he had that same sort of love for vintage signage and design. And it was just a, the right coupling at the right time. Well, what was that first, uh, neon project for you guys? So the very first one we did was, uh, and it was outside of our central business district. So it did not have to adhere to the no neon rule, which, which we're going to talk about in a second. Yeah. So it was the ice house auction, which is ironic because, you know, that's been in the news lately in terms of the building's future. Uh, but it was nice because that was right outside the windows of city council. And the night, and the night that we went there to 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 sort of try to persuade a, a change in the sign ordinance, it was nothing more than, "Hey, look over your left shoulder." And outside was this uh, beautiful neon sign. Well, let's talk about the sign ordinance a little bit because I think that's something that, that it's like that's in that background. Now, one of the other things, in addition to just being an increasingly successful owner of businesses is that you served on the board and then as the board president for a number of years for downtown Lee Summit, Main Street, successfully, I'll say. And I was there with you for a bit and all he, that. He was okay. He was all right. Yeah. Um, but you guys did to get, but one of the, I think the major changes that really impacts what you were doing and how you're doing was getting that done where you had that change to, for reasons that are unclear to me, that it was ever outlawed in the downtown as opposed to like, it should only be in the downtown practice. I mean, I know I'm not saying that, but um, they had it completely backwards is what I would say that. So talk about that process. Like you, you know, where, like, you know, what, like how that support and all that came about. Sure. When we, when we, again, this was 2017 or so, uh, when we started to think, Hey, let's make more cool looking new signs that really are derivative of old vintage signs. We quickly found out we couldn't do those signs in our own backyard. And, Creating an interesting and dynamic neighborhood is literally mission number one for what we do as a company. We want our environment, the streets and alleys outside of our shop, to shine as bright as possible for people that are here and look as interesting and be memorable. And now we couldn't do something that was, uh, that was removed from the sign ordinance 50 years ago. And there are a lot of reasons why Neon was was cast out of most cities. And this is across the U.S., so Lee Summit is not unique at all. Uh, here, I was going to blame Steve Arbo. Wow, you just took a shot at our recently retired Steve Arbo. Uh, let's not bury the lead here, Nick Parker. We are going out as we came in. <laughs> Look, you know, when we standard technical that, material. That's true. When we started this show, as I mentioned, back in March of 2016, Jason, we had, a, we had an iPhone. 
and we had a cheap microphone that plugged into it. I mean, I think I, I didn't even go buy it. I found it in like my box of various gear, right? Well, guess what just happened, folks? We had a little technology mishap. Even though I have all this great fancy equipment, right in the middle of the conversation with Dave Eames, it went kaput. I'm going to say, and and this is the sadness of this, other than like you just didn't get to hear the rest of that. Dave Eames gave an absolutely eloquent and awesome statement of like why we do this community stuff, why he is so involved with not only his business and all of those sorts of things, but in Lee Summit and in downtown Lee Summit specifically. And it was, it was like, it was the perfect summation of like why we, even why this podcast is. What we wanted to do was to make this community better, to take this good stuff and make it gooder. And the bad stuff and make it better. I about that. That's like, I, wow. just, I just upset Nick's grammar nerd there. <laughs> and deal with that. And it was fantastic. And frankly, I resent two things. Number one, and most importantly, I resent Dave Eves even further for having the gall to be better at podcasting, just showing up out of the blue than we are. That's what he does. I know. And number two, I am sad that we couldn't, we can't actually share that with everybody here because it didn't, uh, the recording thing got all boogered. So we apologize, but honestly, I think we stayed on brand. It's, it's, it's kind of fitting. And so there's really one last thing that, that, that I want to do, Jason. And that's just tell you thank you. We started this show drinking beer, me trying to convince you to be a writer. You say, no way, I'm lazy. Why don't we try a podcast? Let's be clear that I was right. And you know what? 500 plus episodes later, 2016 to 2022, this has been a lot of fun doing this with you. Not only just interviewing people and talking about them doing good in the community, but we tackled the idea of interviewing our candidates, even doing some live, even outside of election season, we would do some interviews with, with our city council members to talk about what's going on in their districts. Nobody else is doing that around town. We kind of saw it as an opportunity and it's been fun. I even had to drag you into that a little bit. You didn't want to do all the interviews at first. And you didn't want to be on the microphone at all. Uh, that's right. I just wanted to push buttons. But uh, instead, we learned how to push the uh, the elected officials buttons. That's true. That, that is a thing <laughs> that we did. And occasionally that got a little uncomfortable. But that's what we were here for to do. You know, and it's been it's been a lot of fun. And I think this one, you know, I mean, we we've used the word process more than 500 times. <laughs> Uh, in all of the 500 episodes or whatever, we've used it many, many times. And we've talked about like how things get done, what have you. And I hope that everybody who has listened to us over the years, not only maybe learned a bit about process and like what the process was for whatever it was we were going through, but also like stops and takes a moment and asks themselves, okay, like now, how are they doing that? Why is that happening that way or whatever? Cause that's a different question than I am mad about X it's I'm mad about the way we're going about this or the process by which we got to this point. Right. And that's a, those are honestly both easy, better and harder questions for your elected officials, for your city officials to answer because it doesn't allow them to just sort of mollify you and pass you off as angry person. They have to like actually stop and go and justify. This is why we did this thing instead of this other thing. Right. And I think, you know, you had a, you, I think you brought this up when we first started that how can we get people involved? How can we encourage people to, to go vote? How we encourage people to maybe write a check to a nonprofit that's doing good or volunteer their time. 
And how can we how can we let people know how easy that is? And hopefully we have done that over the years. I, I think I think we've done a, I think we've done a good thing. I will continue the show. People are going to hear probably hear a, a few new voices on Wednesdays every once in a while. We're going to continue it, but uh, you helped start a really cool thing. Our friendship has really grown. Uh, you know, we talk every day. It's true. <laughs> My mornings usually include a text back and forth with you. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. I'm sad to see you go. I really wish you weren't a traitorous meanie going over to that other town to the north. You know, you're going to have to live through the suffering. <laughs> I'm just not, I'm not engaging you in your slander of the fine, fine city of Blue Springs. <sighs> we'll deal with it. I know. So one last time, Jason, thank you very, very much. And Nick, thank you. This has been awesome. And obviously, you know, our friendship isn't going to like go away. It's just going to, we're going to have to find some new, uh, some new, a different outlet. And it's going to cost you money. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> that will wrap us up for this week. I, not Jason, I will talk to you all next time. Thank you.